Welcome to Worship Call with Bible Teachers Lawback. Buzz is the pastor of Grace Chapel Bible Ministries located in Duncan, South Carolina. This ministry is dedicated to the verse-by-verse teaching of God's Word and discipleship programs aimed at strengthening the faith of God's people. Now here's today's message. There are contexts and there are principles. And though we are dealing with a time yet to come, that is the tribulation where the saints will be experienced hell on earth, does not mean that we simply dismiss the instruction of God. There remains a principle of fighting the good fight of faith as part of being with and serving the living God and calling upon His name. In some areas of the world, there has been protection from Christian persecution for the most part, while other areas of the world, believers are faced with persecution each and every day. As the stage is being set for the coming of the Antichrist, the protective walls of nationalism is being torn down. When that time comes, there will be no safe place for those who call upon the name of the Lord. Regardless of the age in which we are living in, we need to be continually learning, applying, and keeping the Word of God and keep our armor on and yielding the sword of truth for that day of the Lord is on its way. In the day that we're living, we know that the battle is intensifying. This is the third day of the week in God's created order. The 20th day of the second month. 2024th year of our Lord. And this is another fine day in the Lord. Let us pray. Father in heaven, thank you for this opportunity this morning of waking us up. Another day to serve Thee. Another day to have our armor fully affixed. Understanding that the days are or the battle is intensifying. The stage is certainly being set for the coming of the Antichrist. We've seen the, the teardown of our borders and um, the cry for na- uh, internationalism all over the world. And we know when that day comes, there is no safe place. And we are going to experience in, in, a, time, in a country that normally a freedom of religion and freedom to worship, we'll find that quickly dwindling. So we pray to Heavenly Father as we have this opportunity this morning and freedom to prepare our souls for the fight. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Luke 21.34 Be on guard so that your hearts will not be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life. And that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap. The on guard is the, from the Luanida means. And uh, that's not the word I'm looking for. I don't know what happened to it. To be on guard. There it is. Try that again. There we go. Prasuko. And it's to be in a continuous state of readiness. To learn of any future danger need or error and to respond appropriately to pay attention to to keep on the lookout to be alert for to be on guard on one's guard against 
the one of the great pitfalls in all of our lives, and and it's it's the word complacency. We can have it in our spiritual life as Christians. That, uh, we and any when there's a routine, when there's a, a certain set routine that goes on, and there is a danger to a set routine. And uh, and what I mean is that it can lure you into a false sense of security. That we we begin to think that okay today has, uh, today is going to be. It was good just like yesterday and we can expect tomorrow to be like today and each day to have it. And we go about our way. We, we have our relationships. We, we make our plans around everything being way it is today and, and moving forward. And sometimes when something's thrown our way, we simply, uh, we simply have to cope with it. If it's a trial, if it's, if there's some pressure, we just, we learn to cope with it. But there's coming a time when everything's going to offset, everything's going to, everything's going to be turned upside down in our lives. Sometimes there's a death. Sometimes there's a news. Sometimes we receive news that's going to change our lives, and we find out that our lives have been turned 180 degrees around. So one day the war is coming. Uh, in Iraq, we had a place called. The green zone, and in the green zone, people were living very laxed. Well, it was a place where you go. It was like vacation time. They had a big old pool. They would swim in Saddam Hussein's pool, and they did. And uh, they kicked back. They had their parties in the evening, and uh, it was like. But at the same time, war was going on outside of the green zone. The danger was outside of the green zone. One day, if you're living your life in the green zone, one day you're going to find out that if if you uh, war is going to come to you on the war's terms. You see, we as Christians have the opportunity today to prepare now and to have our armor on now. We are to have our armor now. So that when war comes to us, it can be on our terms and not the war's terms. If I make myself clear on that. So, one day, the war is coming. And those who least expect it, nonetheless, will have to fight it. So, Jesus warns His disciples. And His words are to be on our hearts as well. The Yes, we're talking about the tribulation. Yes, the context is the, the time of the tribulation. And in an aspect, and the... The rapture has already occurred. The believers, the the church age believers, have been taken out. The bride of Christ has been taken out. This is as we talked about yesterday. This is where I stand, unless, of course, there is something else from the Word of God that steers me differently. But as my interpretation, as I've come to learn, as I've not only been taught it, but also have have. Um, went to scriptures to to make sure, as a Berean, to make sure these things were right and settled within my own heart. I do. I still stand upon a pre-trib rapture, uh, but nonetheless, and we, whether I'm whether we're going to be here or not, 
regardless of the age, the war is going on. And the war is going on around us. And we should be on that, in a sense, a militant posture. Because, well, let's look at First Peter 5, 6 to remember, our, to remember that regardless of the age in which we are living, these words of Jesus still reigns true for us today in our age. First Peter 5, 6 through 14, Therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you at the proper time. Cast your anxiety on Him because He cares for you. This is connected with Luke in the sense of, of don't let the worries of the world trouble you because it's going to offset your thinking. We'll get more into that here in a moment. Be sober in spirit. To be on alert, your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour you. This is principles in which we can live in every age. Uh, but resist him firm. I say every age prior to the coming of the Lord. Verse 9, But resist him firm in your faith and knowing that the same experience of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. After you've suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to His eternal glory in Christ, will Himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To Him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. And this is something, as this is something that we have to continue to hold to, to keep in mind that regardless of how the day is, that we need to maintain our, our spiritual awareness, our, our situational awareness. Where are we? To understand that the battle is looming around us. Do not forget that our adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. So, our, and, and Peter says to be sober which means maintain a self-control, authority over oneself, and when one way to be regimented, to uh, self-discipline in a sense, not forgetting because don't, do not uh, do not be comfortable in the rear with the gear, do not be a liberty hound but maintain a warrior posture. So avoid another thing is to avoid distractions. We must in every age be on the wall. We must be on the watch. The the husband of a wife must be on watch not over on his soul, but also the soul of his wife. The parents must not only be concerned about their own soul and be on on watch. Somebody Somebody said the other day, I liked it. I think it was Steve that said it. That when you're on a and when you're on an airplane, I like this. You'll like this too. When you're on an airplane, the the and um, the uh, the flight attendant before takeoff will tell you if there's a loss of cabin pressure and the 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 oxygen mask comes down out from above from the little thing above the little compartment and it comes down first. Put your mask on your own face. If you're with children, put your mask on your own face and then put the mask on your children's face. I like the analogy on this. Take care first 
of your own soul to make sure that you are walking and 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 that you're well taken care of, and then then you're going to help the others. So as as a husband, I make sure the mask is on my face. I make sure that my spiritual life is on track. I watch that because then I'm capable of helping my wife and her spiritual life. And as parents and as grandparents, we are helping our children and our grandchildren, our, our, our children, our grandchildren with their spiritual life. And as a pastor, uh, I'm, I'm also guarding in such a way the, the, that so all of that and under those systems of authority, we're, we're maintaining the watch. So the watching of every age and the protecting protection from the lies and this is what we listen, this is what we need to be weary of more than anything else. The protection of the lies, the false doctrines, the the schemes of Satan, and all of this. Our, what Satan is seeking to do is to come into our thinking. You see the, our thinking is the most important thing about what we think of God and of His Christ is the most important thing about our lives. The, because when that gets screwed up, they take, and this, this goes all the way back to the woman in the garden. When the serpent said to her, has God said? Bringing doubt in the word of the Lord. So our hearts must be fortified with the Word of God. And so that, because our armor is made up of a shield of faith, that shield of faith is interwoven with the Word of God. And then we have the sword of truth, which is also the Word of God. And so our whole armor system is based upon our our connectivity with the word uh, the the and as 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 Peter started out he said sanctify the Lord God in your heart and be ready to give an answer for the hope that's found in you and sanctifying the Lord God is his word okay so dispensation coming back to our passage in Luke dispensation Dispatia. I can't say the word this morning. What's the word? Dispensation. Not dispensation, but dissipation and drunkenness and distraction of mind by worry leads to an impaired state of mind. Dispatia. That's going to bother me a little bit. Okay, but drunkenness. And, and with drunkenness, you can go with drug abuse as well. Anything that impairs the mind. To create the euphoria, uh, there is a Greek word, uh, pharmacia, where we get the word uh, pharmacy. It has to do with drugs and impaired state of mind. So drunkenness impairs the mind, but so does worry. You might brag that you never touch alcohol, and you may stay away from, and you don't touch any drugs, even. Some people have a fetish on taking any type of medication. Okay, God bless you. But your worry can also impair your mind. Because worry in a sense that we've laid aside 
the Word of God and allowing the details of life to to overrun our heart. That's what my pastor used to say. Matter of fact, thinking about my pastor, Mike uh, Sully sent me a, a thing last night. I just saw it this morning. It was a nine-minute clip. I didn't get to watch all of it, but I'm getting ready to and play for Becca. But of the Colonel, and it was a breath of fresh air. It was really good to to hear that. And um, I forgot where I was going with that, but uh, forgot, oh, that thought went out of my head real quick. But the when we oh yeah oh yeah it was the Colonel. That's where I was. It was the colonel who said that, uh, remember this principle, that pressure is inevitable. You're going to have pressure in life. But stress stress is optional. You're going to have pressure. Pressure is inevitable, but stress is optional. Stress is when you allow the pressure to break into your heart and disrupt your thinking. That is worry. That is when worries begin, the things, the object of your worry begins to dictate over your life. And remember also a principle from the same pastor is that the more you worry, the more there is to worry about. The more that it will take control of your life. So dissipation and drunkenness and distraction of mind by worry leads to an impaired state of mind. And these things allow for the susceptibility to false doctrine, false teaching, or just no doctrine at all as you're you're allowing the details of life to dictate um, over your life. So already some Christians in this current age because of their faithfulness of God's Word, they and because of their dedication of learning every day, listen, the Word of God must be a priority within your life each day. Not just a little bit on Sunday and a little bit on Wednesday night or whenever you go into your midweek. But you need you eat three meals a day, at least at least one or two meals a day. You Go through and you take care of your body. You brush your teeth. You, you clean up your body. You, you do those. You go to work and uh, you do the, You handle the details of life. But how easy is it to set aside God's word as being something as a hobby or something? What one of these things throughout the day is more important than God's word? We need to be feeding on God's word every day. And those people have under the leading of the Spirit and who's taken in God's Word, they are being prepared. They are. They, when, when the time comes, when it comes on sudden, when these things come on, coming back to our passage, and um, Jesus says, and Luke 21.34, Be on guard so that your hearts will not be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and worries of life and the, uh, where those things are occupying your heart and occupying your mind at that moment, and um, and that the, that that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap. This, in context, 
Uh, remember, we're dealing with context and principle. And context is his is, and context is the coming of the Lord. He's speaking to them as as the as the tribulation is intensifying. It's going to be nothing like when the Lord comes back. And so they, he does not want to be off. That they, they, their mind should be fixed upon the Lord. Well, that's with any age, folks. That our minds, before the day turns, before the trouble finds us in that day, and whatever day it is, could be this day, could be tomorrow, and it turns our love, and it comes to challenge us, and the challenges will come. That we haven't been busy wasting our time in dissipation, drunkenness, and the worries of the details of life as to the point of setting our, the Word of God aside. But we've been busy in um, fortifying our hearts with God's Word. Alright, moving on. Let's see. Let me go back to find out where, where I am. So, We must be prepared for action. The age at which we live doesn't matter. Satan continues in whatever age. He continues to prowl around like a roaring lion seeking any to devour. He's looking for a weakness in our armor. He's looking for anyone who has their armor off and sitting in the corner collecting dust. We must not... We must have our armor on. We must be learning to use it. We must be learning to fight with it. We must be, and whether we're going through small challenges or big challenges, we must be learning to operate spiritually within the Word of God. And, and um, oh, right, let's 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 do this. Let's go point of doctrine here. See where we at on this. That's not that one. Oh, okay. Just a minute. Let me figure this one out. I've lost some. No, here we are. All right. Forgot how to use this. All right. There we go. Point of doctrine. Dissipation. Drunkenness. Along with the worries in life distracts and dulls the mind. Rendering the believer off-balanced, off-guard, and unable to apply Bible doctrine to the glory of God. And I want you to remember, and this is important, to the glory of God. You see, Bible doctrine and and our spiritual priorities are not just coping skills. They're not really important. It's not just for us to be able to cope in life. We can cope with life and we can use any type of coping skills. We can, we can, you know, we can have music. How many times have I heard people say, well, there's music on this station, oh, it just soothes my heart, and if it wasn't there, so I'm talking about some Christian um, broadcasting service or something like that. And I don't mean to beat anybody up. Music's all good and well and fine. I like it. I like the hymns on um, when they when they're doctrinally oriented, but it's the Word of God. So we can look at at any particular thing to cope with life. Well, I'm just going to, uh, the, 
human defense mechanisms cope with life. This is not about coping with life, folks. This is about the glory of God. This is about maintaining. There is a coping in it. There is. There is. There is maintain stability within the heart and the soul, utilizing Bible doctrine. And there is the coping in it to be able to handle the the challenges of this life. But it's far more than just us coping through these things. But it's to the glory of God. It is the shield of faith that extinguishes those fiery darts when they're fired our way. And that shield of faith and that sword of truth, they are interwoven with the Word of God, with Bible doctrine. Luke 21, 34-36. Be on guard. Exactly what Peter was saying. Be on guard. So that your hearts will not be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life. And that the day will not come on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all those who dwell on the face of the earth. See, there's going to be no escaping. I like that. Look at, look at that passage. Look at that on 35 right there. For it will come upon all those who dwell on the face of the earth. There's going to be a breakdown. There's another reason why we know that the time is near. There's a breakdown of nationalism. The breakdown of the borders. These things have to be. We fight against them. And we vote for people that's going to stand for our borders. But eventually these borders will be broken down completely. And we as the, earth, uh, the Antichrist regime is going to be a, an international system. And so there's going to be no place on this earth that's going to be shielded from that which is going to come against the saints of the Lord. For it will, it will come upon all those who dwell on the face of the earth. But keep on the alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that are about to take place and to stand before the Son of of God. You see, it's not just about coping, but it's it's looking forward to it. it's we're living in the light of eternity. We're living in the light of we're looking at the end game. We're looking at we're looking at victory. And we are going to be, you see, we're living in a time where where Satan and the angel especially when they're kicked out of heaven, I don't think that's happened yet. I believe they're still in there's a war still waging in, in the heavenly places, but Michael's going to overpower them. They're going to be kicked out of heaven. They're going to be uh, Satan and his angels going to be kicked to this earth. That's when the battle is going to be intensified beyond anything we could even imagine. Again, what the Lord said is, unless these unless these days are cut short, there will be no life for man at all. He's going to be after every human being because Satan hates man. Alright, so I love Token. We just, as I've said, we just got through The Lord of the Rings, that movie. I love that there's so much teachable moments in that movie that, that I could sit down with my kids and we could, we could have a, we could actually have a extracurricular um, class where I could invite my grandkids and we could watch sections of the movie and be talking about uh, and bring the scripture into it, uh, the, the, the angelic conflict. 
And so there's there's that dark time in that, and it gets darker and darker and darker as the battle intensifies, and you just and everything is is dependent upon the victory of one one little hobbit there. But with this fight and everything going on, in the end, there comes the glory of the king, the hero who stands and he's crowned and. And uh, all the people are bowing to him. We are headed to that. Do you realize? And we're we're fighting, and, and we're fighting in good faith to to get through the uh, in the tribulation. Specifically, uh, those the those that hang on, there are going to be forced. You see, there's going to be doors that are open that they could take this door. That they could take this door. All they have to do is recant and. And the pressure of this world will will be lessened up. They can't recant. They've got to keep pressing forward to the high ground. Because with their with this mindset, that victory lies ahead. Weeping endures for the night, but victory comes in the morning. Victory is when our Lord Jesus Christ is is, is crowned. When he comes back, and he's already won the victory. We. Our, our, by the way, we got our, our, we continue our Sunday service tonight, already, but not yet. There's already been victory, but in the not yet, the kingdom has not yet been established. That's what we're looking for, and and those, the, the old, the the tribulational saints, those that survive, will go in to uh, set up be the first generation in that generation that Christ comes back to rule over. So Satan is fiercely contending for his own throne. And things are intensifying. And we will pick this up. Since we're out of time, we'll pick this up tomorrow. Lord will and Spirit guide. Tonight we, we've gotten halfway through our lesson on the Lord's Day, hopefully you'll get through it fast enough to be able to cover our lessons tonight. I will be setting up for Zoom again. I've got to remember here in the next couple of minutes to send that out to uh, to you, Michael. I uh, really enjoyed you and Terry being with us on the Zoom. and uh, It would have been a lot better if you were here, but it's better than nothing. So, um, glad you're there, Michael. Glad you and Terry uh, enjoyed the time and uh, so, anyway, let's close it out in prayer. Father in heaven, thank you for this opportunity this morning, fellowshipping your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you. I pray for each one in the sound of my voice, including myself and for Becca here, that we will not let our guard down, that we'll keep our armor on, that we'll continue to stand alert, True Heavenly Father, that we are not living in the tribulation, as as I can tell. But I know this, the battle still rages, nonetheless. Our adversary, the devil, continues to prowl around like a roaring lion, seeking for those who can devour. Our spiritual lives can be destroyed if we set our armor aside. Let us not do so. Let us look forward, because the the kingdom is as relevant to us as it will be to the tribulational saints. We're drawing near to it. And we're looking for that day when we as a church will 
leave this earth and be face to face with our Lord Jesus Christ and be with Him forever as His bride. So much to be looking forward to. Let us not be, let us not be trapped with the worries of this world. But let us continue to keep our armor on and keep fighting a good fight. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Alright, it's another fine day in the Lord. Keep your armor on. Keep fighting a good fight of faith. Lord willing, Spirit guide, rapture pinning. We'll be back here this evening. Thank you for joining us. You can hear this message again, as well as previous lessons, and get notes by visiting us online at www.gchapel.org.